suspicious death of a central Fresno man has now been deemed a suicide. 51-year-old John Lang was found barricaded inside his burning home with stab wounds back in January. presented by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the Central University. A study on the wise real Alright everybody, welcome to episode 270 of the R and Jacob Do America podcast. I'm your host, in the place to be, Mr. Jacob P. And sitting right across from me in a lovely Metallica t-shirt is the brown recluse, Mr. Art Trail. Art, say hello to the millions. And millions. What the fuck is going on, everybody? Guys, uh, go to KidmanCoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory. They got the coffee beans. They got the cacao butter. They got the hibiscus tea. They got pretty much anything you're ever going to need. Sweatpants, hats, whatever. Uh, use promo code AMERICA at checkout to receive 15% off. Take a picture of yourself wearing the hats, wearing the... Did I say hats already? <laughs> hats, sweatpants, drinking the coffee, drinking the hibiscus tea. Tag them, tag us on any social media you might have. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if it's on Tinder, dude. There you tag go. us on Tinder, dude. Yeah, swipe right or yeah. whatever that is. You know what I need to see on Tinder, dude? Like... Somebody screenshot your Tinder and like make your profile picture our logo. I would love that. That'd be awesome. Like, so I want I want to see that. That'd be pretty funny. But um, uh, guys, or or put a caveman coffee on Tinder or whatever. There That'd you be go. cool. But you uh, just have a mug of the caveman coffee or whatnot. Yeah. And just like you're just or, drinking it. Like or don't make it your profile. Are you ready to get fucked or what? Take a picture. You get a free case of caveman coffee on the house if you have a Tinder. And you take a picture of yourself wearing a Art and Jacob Do America shirt on your as your Tinder profile picture. Screenshot that shit, send it to wherever <laughs> social media, <laughs> social media, and um, and I, I will personally buy you a case of the Nitro Cold Brew. There you go. Uh, but guys, go to Kim. But if you don't want to do that, just get fifteen percent off. Use promo code America at checkout to receive fifteen percent off. Uh, tag us, tag them. We we, we appreciate. It. They appreciate it. And speaking of sponsors, guys, you don't have to go to Tinder for this one, but if you want, by all means, do what thou wilt. Uh, head on over to SucreApparel.com, uh, where the great and powerful Nicole Smith-Bosch has put together a lovely array of merchandise that she designed with her own two hands. So head on over there, uh, just like Caveman Coffee. She's got shirts. She's got 
hats. She's got an, a, an array of accoutrements uh, that you can purchase uh, by yourself, by your loved ones, by your fellow podcasters in Christ, like our buddies at the Words Are Hard yeah, podcast. Yeah. Apparently, Jordan, they put out a new episode at the Words Are Hard podcast, and they pretty much have the whole lineup, they said, in their uh, their closet. So head on over there. Be like Jordan. Be like Casey. What uh, Florida State uh, football team about how like 42 out of the 200 people oh, right, right, have right. been arrested or done something crazy like yeah. Aaron Hernandez and all those. I'm glad they cover that. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. God bless them <laughs> yeah. for doing that. God bless them also for buying all the Sucre apparel. Uh, when you go buy some Sucre apparel, guys, uh, enter promo code Art and Jacob and Nicole will give you 10% off. Uh, your entire purchase. I don't think she requires you to go to Tinder and Snap and all that stuff and, and you know, put pose yeah. yourself on there. But if you do do that, uh, I'll talk to Nicole. And maybe you have to she... do it on Tinder South Africica. Yeah. Is there, there a, is there a, if she's listening, if you're listening, Nicole, blink once, but also, <laughs> um, do they have a Tinder in South Africa? Yeah, let us is, know. Is is it just like different font or something? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's like those two like uh like motorhead uh those little dots things above on it. Tinder. Tinder, all... Tinder with like a upside down T or something. Yeah, well there's a there's an X through the fucking E or whatever. Yeah. It's like all Viking lettered out or whatever. Yeah. Like they're from Asgard or whatnot. But anyways, if you do, if you go on Tinder, you do all those things or whatever, right? I'll talk to Nicole and maybe she'll slap an extra ten percent off your entire purchase. But guys, we're not here to talk about Tinder. We're both taken. We're off the market. We're not like Brendan Shaw. We're not trying to fucking cheat <laughs> on our wives and shit and <laughs> get canceled off the internet and have our own subreddit turn against us. No, Art, what are we here to talk about today? We're, ta- we're talking about something that I'll be completely honest with you. I didn't see a lot of podcasts talking about no, this. No, none. I, yeah, I, didn't get I any. don't think I... If you, if you type in his name on a podcast search, I don't think anyone's covering it. No. But the internet is going crazy for it. John Lang... Um, John Lang, the mystery, the murder, mm. the suicide of John Lang. We don't know. The, some of the intricacies be- behind his life, behind the Fresno Police Department, behind some of the things. You know what's funny? I reached out to a uh, friend of the show, Mary. She lived in Fresno. Ooh, there you go. And, and I asked her, when you lived in Fresno, by the way, she lived in the Tower District where, where, where he lived. Um, but... And I've been, I've been there. I've been to the Tower District. I've been through all all those streets. Um, this is a case that interested me before we even started a podcast. Mm-hmm. When I was like just visiting in Fresno and stuff, but um, I asked her. I was like, "Hey, did you ever have any any like weird thing happen with the police? Anything anything weird at all?" She's like, mm, "Not that I could think of." And then she's like, "Wait, there was this one time, and it fucking sounds totally casual." And it was like, yeah. "There was this one time I was held hostage." <laughs> I was what like, the fuck? "What the fuck?" And that was the uh, what? I was like, "Yeah, one time I got held hostage by this client of mine because she does like home care for for people." Oh wow! So she does. So it's like, yeah, one time like this uh this lady's daughter came home and she was all whacked out, so she held us all hostage. And, like, there was, like, this hostage negotiation going on outside. And then, like, eventually they released us. And, like, I ran out to the police. And the police were like, get the fuck out of here. Go go somewhere else or whatever. And, like. Get your ass to Burger King. Yeah, I was like, get out of here. Go fucking see the crisis unit or whatever. We don't. We have our guns loaded right now. <laughs> and so, like, I was like, damn, what the fuck? How did I not know that about you? Like, that you were in a fucking. How does that uh, just casually come up? Like, oh, yeah, by the way. Yeah, I was like. I would lean into every conversation like, do you know I was in a hostage yeah, situation? Yeah, I would wear a shirt that says, like, I survived, sur- I survived a hostage <laughs> negotiation. Or Hashtag. Yeah, <laughs> <I was> like, 
that would be like my whole fucking Your identity. Character. Yeah, I'd be like, that's me, dude. I'm I'm the fucking hostage. I would wear a shirt that says hostage. Yeah, yeah. I would and go home write a Hollywood start a script. podcast called Hostage. Dude. <laughs> like you just interview other fucking hostage survivors yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. It, it was wild. I was like, what the fuck? How did that? How did you not like remember that right off the bat? But anyways, um, that was her only encounter with the with the Fresno Police Department. But um, still a pretty intense one. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I mean, we Fresno is down the street from us, or up the street, up the street from us. We've been there. You've been, you've been to Fresno. Oh yeah, many we've been time. to Fresno. We saw Lamb of God in Fresno. Oh yes. Uh, we've we've been to Fresno multiple times. I've been to the uh, the Tower District. I walked around. I've, I one of my favorite Starbucks in the entire world is the Starbucks in the Tower District because um, they're always empty, <laughs> <laughs> and so like I just go there and get my sandwich and poop and leave and. There you go. Uh, that was, you know, what I would do. But whenever I was, Fresno always strikes me as like, okay, they present themselves as like a bigger, badder version of Bakersfield or whatnot, yeah. which is not saying much, right? Like, oh, we're bigger, yeah. badder than you, Bakersfield. Yeah. But like every time I go to Fresno, it's just so sterile. And and but I mean, st- what do I mean, sterile? Yeah, I don't you mean gotta clean. explain that shit. Dude. I don't mean clean. I just mean it's just so fucking boring. Just like yeah. you go down the street and you're. It, it just it's just it's like walking down like GTA like and it's during a time when there's no police chasing you or whatever like you're just casually going down GTA like a street on GTA or whatnot it just there's like to me like it just almost has no character but then it also has like this side to it too where it just like has like a lot of fucking ruthless crime and the police are all fucked up and whatnot it's just like a place like I just have no interest in visit. If they didn't have a badass zoo yeah. that my my kid didn't love going is to, is there zoo badass? There's is zoo. it better than the L.A. Zoo? Uh, yeah, it is. It's better yeah. than L.A. We, zoo. we went to the L.A. Zoo recently, and I was like, "This is well." I talked to I talked to some of the uh the like the zookeepers there because they gave us like a free show to like their bird exhibit. Oh yeah, because like apparently they're not doing their bird shows right now because of COVID. They can't do them. And so they were, but they still need to keep the animals trained. So can't get the cockatoos COVID. Yeah. So they were like, you need to, could you guys mind just like, they just put a group of four of us in them. They're like, we're going to give you guys a free show uh, and we're going to start it right now. But you know, just be aware, like there's going to be flying birds here. It was cool. It was whatever. Yeah. But, um, but it was also very sad because they're worried about the monkeys getting COVID and stuff. So you, you can't get close to some of them. I don't know. I I, I was like, man, hopefully it wasn't like this before COVID because this shit, Looks like it's gonna not not end well, dude. They got to sell <laughs> these monkeys to the black market, <laughs> to Wuhan. Yeah, it's like, oh, we can't afford we can't afford these snakes, dude. We gotta call the <laughs> what's that dude, the lizard king or whatever, the the dude from the documentary, <laughs> the tiger, king? the tiger king, Carol Baskin <laughs> yeah, too. Like, yeah, call Carol, see if she wants these fucking tigers, dude. We can't afford them anymore. Oh damn, no Fresno, yeah, it is. It's it's a lot nicer than the LA Zoo. Uh, LA Zoo has more animals, but. The animals that Fresno does have, like they look a lot happier. I mean, I'm not a fan of zoos in particular, yeah, but same. but uh, yeah, no, they it is a that's the only thing that I would ever go to Fresno for. Other than that, like Fresno is just such a a blase place with more people than us. Uh, yeah, for some reason though, they pull better concerts than Bakersfield does, and I'll give them that credit. Like, well, because it's between fucking San Francisco and L.A., it's a nice gas stop. Yeah, gas that's money true. stop. Yeah. Yeah, I just I wish Bakersfield would promote itself a little bit more, but but you know, shout out to to them on that aspect. But yeah, you're right. I mean, there's really nothing special about them. They have a cheesecake factory. Oh, shout out to their cheesecake factory. Um, we don't have that here, so you know that's that's we got that, Cracker Barrel. That's now. our fucking yeah. 
Yeah, we sure do. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> but but um, but yeah. I mean, there's nothing. I agree with you. There's really nothing special about Correct. it. I mean, they have some like decent record stores. They have like a an interesting nightlife there. And when I say interesting, it's like it's similar to our nightlife here, but like more bars, but like more dangerous too. Like yeah. Um, they have the Fresno State like football team there, which is a big draw for them, and um, they also have a gang called like the Fresno Bulldogs or something like that, which oh, is like really? a play on their Fresno State fo- football That's team. That's so wild. That'd be like us having like you want di- the Roadrunners, yeah, don't the Roadrunners. <laughs> hey, don't fuck with the fucking hey. road. We're gonna run around you in circles, <laughs> fool. <laughs> Yeah, be careful, dude. We're gonna paint. We're gonna paint an exit sign. You're gonna run through it and crash. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> they're talking. They're, Their guns are all Acme made and shit. Yeah, I was like, oh fuck, these roadrunners are not fucking around, dude. <laughs> but yeah, anyways. Um, but overall, Fresno is 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 very boring. It's similar yeah. to, I feel like it's like all the things that make Bakersfield lame, but like way more violent and scarier yeah <laughs> it's like I, not not for me dog just like a little bit of injection yeah. of south central yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah too, too many immigrants <laughs> <laughs> but um but no i mean it's like yeah i mean it's it's uh it's not 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 a cup of tea i i, yeah. I still would rather live in bakersfield plus oh, bakersfield's closer to la to la the beach closer disney. to disneyland and you got you know you're only you're only uh two, two hours out. away from anything you want to yeah. do yeah yeah. 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 So, but they're closer to that one giant park. I can't remember what it is. Sequoia National Park. Is yeah, but if you ever watch Planet of the Apes, it doesn't end well. And yeah, and if you missing 411, it's pretty much. They have the Freight Fresno Night Stalker. Oh, that's that true. Little yeah. creature or whatever. Yeah, little legs. Yeah. But enough about us. <laughs> uh, let's get into this. So, I actually do want to start with a little bit of history of the the Fresno Police Department. So, Fresno Police Department does have a long history of corruption in mm-hmm. in their in their police department going back there's actually a website i was telling jacob before we started recording there's a website um if you just look up fresno police department corruption it'll pop up this website and it gives you a listing from like the 1930s up until like almost present day of like every police corruption thing that has happened in fresno so it's not a new thing fresno police department just just has that long, long history. And so does our Bakersfield Police Department. Correct. Actually, I think, didn't someone ask that we cover Bakersfield Police Department? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, right we, now, we're, we're, we're going to be the next fucking John Langs if we do that, though. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I do think we were labeled as, like, the most, like, violent violent police department or something like that. But Fresno Police Department has a lot of the same things that make Bakersfield Police Department very violent. I believe that they were labeled, it was a couple of years ago, the... the, um, the the uh, New York Times labeled them the most like military style police department in the United States. They are to the surprise to a lot of people that live in California. They are apparently the biggest police department in California. That surprised me. Yeah, I was pretty surprised by that. I, how is I, it not LAPD or San Francisco PD? You would think it's one of those two or like San Diego or something like mm-hmm. that. But as I was telling Jacob, you know, I think it breaks down to like, you know, like Long Beach Police Department and all these like you know like little North sa- Hollywood Anaheim yeah. like police department like so it kind of breaks down that way so I think that's why L A even though L A is just like this giant fucking chocolate oh. chip cookie of of a city <laughs> like they all police departments don't interact there yeah but Fresno is one giant fucking blob there and uh, I think the closest neighboring city is like Clovis or whatever like the little shitty part of it. They're, like, da- they're, they're Delano. They're oil though. Yeah. They're Delano. Yeah. Like, 
it's not not anything cool, nothing nothing to write home about. Uh, which I've been to Clovis as well, but um, it's just like suburbs and it's yeah. like lame stuff. They have a McDonald's there. Oh, um, but anyways, um, one of those Pizza Huts where they also has a Taco Bell on the oh, side too. Oh, dude, that I would be jealous of. We used to have one of those here. Now we don't. Yeah, no, we used to have one that was like A and W, Taco Bell, and KFC. And then they turned it just into a Long John's, and they're like, get this shit out of here. Now it's just like a horrible KFC. That's disgusting, dude. <laughs> KFC is fucking the worst, dude. Yeah. KFC, NASCAR, and Mountain Dew, dude. If you subscribe to any of those three <laughs> or all three, just fucking get out of, get out of here, you QAnoners. <laughs> um, but like, dude, that link that you sent me, it's like soon, but all the O's are just Q's. I was like, what the fuck is this? I sent you a link? Well, yeah, that some dude or whatever, but like everything was like hashtag soon, but it was S Q Q N. Oh my N. god, that that's a whole different story. I'll talk to you about maybe covering that next, next week. week. But um, but yeah. Long story short, Fresno Police Department does have this long history of corruption. Their own second second guy in command, not the police chief, not the main guy, but he was uh, arrested for distributing marijuana and i think also heroin yep uh so he was while he was under investigation so he wasn't arrested he was just under investigation one of his uh one of the detectives that was also part of the uh, fresno police department went to go um talk to him which later that police that police <laughs> officer was found suicided yeah <laughs> in the i was i right I, next to the chief's house i showed my girlfriend's my girlfriend uh the um the that story she's like so you're telling me he committed suicide by shooting himself in the chest and i was like that that is like the weirdest way to commit suicide it's like fuck this shit <laughs> i'm gonna shoot myself in the chest just do that. If you're listening to this, go ahead and make your hand into a fake gun and just point it at your chest and think like, yeah, this is how I want to die. You have to stretch first kind of thing. Like you yeah. have to do some Pilates or something. Yeah, yeah. Some of these don't really add up. So long story short, there is a long history of corruption in, in the Fresno Police Department, which brings us to John Ling. So John Ling, what I assume is is a, is a Marine. Cause yeah, all he of is his, a Marine, yeah. M- most of his stuff is labeled as John Lang Marine. His YouTube channel is J- John Lang Marine. His uh, his store that he ran out of his out of his house is also John Lang Marine. So I assume he's a Marine, although I didn't find any actual information saying that he was an actual Marine. Yeah, because, I mean, as we get down further into the story, I'm like, okay, did he serve in Iraq or Afghanistan around this time or maybe even the Persian Gulf, you know, Operation Desert Storm or... Operation Iraqi Freedom. Iraqi Freedom. Job well... What was it? Uh, fucking <laughs> uh, mission accomplished. Yeah, mission accomplished. He was 51, so I don't know how was... I think the latest you can serve in, like, active military duty is, like, 40-something. Maybe. So maybe he was, you know, but our overarching point is there you can find nothing about him. Art was even saying that you can find more about his ex-wife his wife, and yeah. children than you can about him other than, you know, the videos that we're going to be talking about today. Uh, but there wasn't, there was no deep dive to be had because uh, yeah, for some reason he's find a, Actually, I was going to say you can't find a picture of him online, although the internet very dark place did find his driver's license so oh, wow. you can find his driver's license online if you dig deep enough i'm not going to give any links no links will be supplied to that because i think that feels very unethical Awkward. and very just gross but anyways mm. but 
his driver's license is somewhere on the internet. Yeah. So he's this, uh, we'll, we'll just say Marine vet, uh-huh. uh, that, and then we're not talking about a doctor that sees, you know, dolphins or whatever. Yeah. He's, at not the Fresno a, Zoo. he's not a Marine that only, I only treat the fucking soldier dogs. dude. <laughs> <laughs> do they have soldier dogs? I would assume so. Yeah, they're they like do, bomb do. sniffing dogs. Yeah, or they something? have Belgian Mal- Malamutes or whatever. They have yeah. those and obviously German shepherds yeah. and, do- uh, Dobermans and shit. Yeah. Yeah, dachshunds, yeah, yeah, they have little dachshunds. wiener dogs that go yeah. into the tight crevices <laughs> and shit. We got to find Al-Qaeda in these caves, so we got to get myself a wiener dog yeah. or a chawini. Have you ever had, had, a, you ever a, had a chawini fire, uh, Dude, sniff out Al-Qaeda? What's your least, we're both dog lovers. What's your least favorite kind of dog? Oh, wow. Uh, that's like asking me what's my least favorite chocolate. I like yeah. them all kind of thing. Um, hmm. I was just going to say wiener dogs right off the bat. I don't like No, wiener, wiener dogs. dogs are sweet as shit, dude. I, I Buddy Blake. Remember Baby Blake? Yeah, I remember Baby Blake. His parents had two wiener dogs, and they were the, some of the sweetest dogs ever. I don't know, dude. I, I couldn't tell you. Uh, you also probably like like smaller dogs more than I do. You like you had a chihuahua before. I still have I, one. You still have a chihuahua. Like I'm just, I've never been a chihuahua guy, Like, but like I like I like. I like chubbier dogs that I can squeeze, like, <laughs> <laughs> and like give them kisses and stuff. But <laughs> like, yeah, but like, um, yeah, I don't know. Something about wiener dogs for me. I've always been like, yeah, I'm I like not to for me, stroke dog. the wiener dog. Yeah. You know, something, something about it. Something very relaxing. There's a subculture it. when it comes. To, there's there's a lot of like subcultures. There's a wiener dog subculture. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sorry. We can uh, move on <laughs> from stroking wiener dogs. <laughs> um, yeah, so John Lang, you know, former Marine. We're gonna we're gonna land on that that he's a military vet living in Fresno. I guess apparently uh, he was born and raised out in yeah, Ohio, a- um, but so for some reason he relocated out to Fresno. Yeah. Uh, Art mentioned, you know, he had a YouTube page called Lang Marine, which was also like I guess a Marine supply store that he ran. I guess outside of his house. Uh, he also had um, a side hustle called Valley Handyman, so I guess he was handy with a steel. He um, was a tire shop. He worked at a tire shop. Yeah, pay less, break in uh, tire. Uh, so he was a man of many traits, as well as being, you know, one of the few, the proud, the Marines. Yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of people didn't know what he did at the tire shop, which I thought was interesting. Mm. If you dig deep enough, you do find out what he did there. But okay. I'm, I'm also not going to mention that. But, um, but I thought. That in itself was interesting. The amount of like no internet presence is is super interesting to me. The fact that he has a YouTube channel, he has an online business, and yet you never find out who who he is. Like you never really see a picture of him. Like mm-hmm. he does such a good job of like keeping himself off the grid. It's super fascinating. But he's also on Facebook too, so which yeah. is super weird because anytime like you Google your name or you mm-hmm. Google your own podcast sometimes uh, to, to make sure that SEO is up and running, um, you'll get like random pictures of yourself like, oh fuck, I forgot I took this picture yeah. back in 2009 with you know the old Target crew or whatever and I'm yeah, half yeah. drunk or whatever even though I present myself as somebody that doesn't drink. Anyways, but there's none of that with John Lang. Yeah. And he was very active on uh, social media. Yeah. It's only that one picture and you'll see it online. It's like the picture of Stephen Colbert blended in with the picture of the- Anonymous. The, that anonymous B for Bandetta mask. Dude, okay, first of all, that anonymous thing, I, I always associated with that with the hacker group anonymous, right? Mm-hmm. But like now it's melding into like the QAnon shit. Like QAnon people are adapting that shit into their dude. It's so gross. Like I hate that conservative QAnon bullshit where they're like, "We like the Punisher." Now it's like 
I can never wear a Punisher shirt ever yeah. again, dude. And you have that costume too. Yeah, I have a Punisher costume. I if I wear that, it's like wearing a clan suit, dude. I can't <laughs> it fucking. Really is. Yeah, it's like oh, here comes the fucking clan. Everybody look out. Yeah. <laughs> In my backyard, I can't even put a tiki torch out anymore. Yeah, like like running out of barbecue. Yeah, it's it's scary. It's like oh, they ask you at the register, like, why are you buying all these tiki torches for? Put him on the list. Like, He's on the government yeah, watch list now. Yeah, dude. I nothing Punisher. Now I can't even wear a what's it? The Guy Fox mask is done. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, dude. Not me being questioned with my thoughts on the Holocaust at fucking Lowe's when I buy a tiki torch. Yeah, dude. Fucking rough, rough, dude. It's a rough time to be alive. But, uh, anyways, you want to jump into the actual story here? Yeah. Okay. So let's the the origin of the story, and most people you'll find this everywhere online, is John Lang had uncovered this this police scam basically and i believe he himself was involved in this correct um where he was also caught up in this police scam where basically he was accusing the fresno police department of going into lower income neighborhoods finding their shopping centers and basically just scanning all their license plates to find out if the vehicle is license plates are not registered anymore like the registration's out of date or if there's any if the per, the person that that owns this is like is the vehicle even registered at all Basically, that sort of thing. It's like looking for traffic violations or anything that might cause them to to basically the cops meeting their quota because that's yeah. what that's what was being uncovered here is that you know the police had to make a quota uh, for in order to, for the I guess the officers to get like a bonus or something, yeah. which is kind which of is a, still a thing. Like that's still a thing, dude. Which is stupid and shady. Like just whenever there's a crime, like handle it or whatever. You, your presence is needed. Handle it correctly. Don't kill nobody. Don't you know. But but in another way, like when we're talking about government funding, this is like how a lot of funding is trickled into the system is by fucking punishing, you know, citizens, you know, getting those those speeding tickets, those cell phone tickets or whatever. Right. Those funds get trickled back into the system or whatever. So it's kind of a fucked up way uh, to fund the government or whatever. But it's an actual reality and sometimes a necessity probably in a place like Fresno or whatever, right? And so they were doing that. You know, they were going around like, oh, this car isn't registered, which, you know, John was, uh, I guess, guilty of and whatnot, and that pissed him off. And so he started digging deeper into, like, their practices, which I guess, like you said, like they would go to, you know, like let's pretend Nipsey Hussle lived in Fresno at this time, you know, to the the Marathon Shopping Center, start scanning all the license plates when they're in busting them for anything that they needed. If like, oh shit, like he's got a bench warrant for not showing up for jury duty, get that motherfucker or whatever, right? That's Which, the dumbest thing, by the way. The, the bench warrants for not showing up to jury duty is to me is like the dumbest, like almost unethical thing out there. Mm-hmm. Like I I had never even heard about that. This is I found out that that was even a thing. Like many years ago, like back in like 2014 or 15 or something like that, like this girl that I was dating mentioned a bench warrant, and I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And then they were like, "Oh, that's when you don't show up to jury duty." And I was like, "What? Like, yeah. are you serious? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, that just seems like for the people that have like that are like so reliant on their jobs that they can't do these things. Like, I know you can do the thing where you can go to your HR and all this shit. It's like, yeah, but to me, like that's bullshit. Like. Like you have to do all this all the extra stuff just to get out of something that you weren't even planning for. It's like I don't know. That's a whole different gripe altogether. But just sorry, I'll yeah, let yeah. you continue. Yeah. So basically, that's what they're doing to meet their quota to get their funding or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they were scanning in the parking lot, and John was furious about this. And so, anytime the Fresno Bee, which is Fresno's local newspaper, would post something on their social media, uh, Trump says the N word or whatever, right? Like you'd be like, "Hey, that's that sucks" or whatever. 
But what about all these Fresno PD officers, you know, scanning people's license plates, trying to nickel and dime them, you know, for for violation tickets and whatnot. And he would do this continuously. Like, you know, it didn't matter what the story was. Can you believe Rapinoe took off her shirt and didn't salute the flag? That's cool and all, but what about the Fresno police? And, uh, you know, the Fresno B wouldn't make any note of it. Nobody was actually even commenting on, you know, his thing, but he was putting it out there, kind of being like an Internet activist against this unethical practice by the Fresno PD. So Fresno, Fresno, the Fresno B, the local newspaper, does catch wind of this dude who is like not only m- – always asking for this to be covered but like they similar to our 17 news channel here where if, if you go on their comment section you'll find nothing but the smartest brightest people commenting <laughs> on there um so he was one of those guys that would go on there and comment and talk about this and and like single out you know police officers that were doing this thing um so he does accuse a uh, uh a reporter at the at the fresno bees like internet side of it like that track his hp i don't even want to say that person's name i don't know if you have the name but i'd rather not even say it just no. because i feel like that accusation is a little bit like unfounded yeah it's like what did you base that off of like uh, just that what that they ran the internet thing and like all of a sudden you, you, you found you, his name on the about me page and <laughs> yeah i was like all right that person has, i feel like doesn't have anything to do with this thing the fresno police department i'm sure have people going through like things like that if somebody says like if they post a picture of a murder or something like that and somebody goes my cousin knows who did it i'm sure that they are interested in something like that oh, so yeah. i almost guarantee you that the fresno police department and every police department looks out for stuff like that so if you have a dude on there and and you want to get the attention of the police department you're probably getting it directly straight from the horse's mouth kind of thing mm. like is that even a good metaphor i don't know but you're you're probably getting the attention directly not not involving the fresno Fresno B or anything like that in there. Uh, so if he did, if we we're on the side of, hey, he was getting the attention of the Fresno Police Department, uh, I think this is how it how it started. Yeah, and he believes it started that way too because he believes that the Fresno Police Department were pissed off about you know them putting or him putting them on blast. So uh, he started noticing that you know unmarked cars would follow him around town, and that you know this led him to install security cameras around his house. Yeah, so, I mean, this is where the story really, you know, starts to become more interesting. As his YouTube channel becomes slightly more popular over time, he does start posting some very interesting videos and some not very interesting videos as yeah. well. Uh, I would say majority are not that interesting unless, yeah. unless you have the framing context that he describes on them. Yeah, some of them... Let me rattle off some of the ones that are not interesting first. So he'll post some that it'll be like a police cruiser. It looks like a it looks more like a fire truck than a police cruiser. Yeah. That's like cruising down the street like with the lights blaring on. He claims that they're doing that to keep him awake at night. Yeah. To like rattle him and all this stuff. I feel like he he lives in a street that looks like it's a one-way like busier street, right? Correct. And the Tower District in general is one. It's it's similar to like the Oleander neighborhood here in Bakersfield, where it's like it's closer to downtown, like busy nightlife area. Like there's a lot of bars, not that far. Like it's walking distance from bars from mm-hmm. where he's at. So it, it's not like it's not close to where like nightlife happens. And it's not in an ideal section of town either. Like when you look at his house, it's in a pretty hood. I mean, yeah. not hood like in the fact yeah, that you're gonna find like. 
like fucking pit bulls running around with tires around their necks or whatever. But like, it's like you're gonna have some shady individuals and shady activity adjacent to where he's at. Like when you Google map it or whatever, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I know, I know neighborhoods like this, whatever. It's not necessarily hood hood, yeah, but it's hood enough to have police presence just organically in the area. Yeah, I, it's kind of weird because I I can't really think of a neighborhood like that in Bakersfield. But well, I think Oleander's a good one because Oleander's it's nice looking, yeah. but there's a lot of um, I guess homeless well, well, encampments and stuff. And like, yeah, downtowns. I mean, o- Oleander itself is really nice, but the things that are near it is like downtown. Was that my phone? Oh, that's me. Oh, um, is um, you know, it's close to downtown. There, you're right, but but Oleander itself is nice. I don't think that neighborhood's that nice. Like the Tower District in general reminds me of closer to like, uh. I don't know. I guess like the part of town over there by the by the Valley Plaza. Oh, okay. Like yeah, it yeah. reminds me closer to that style of neighborhood where like the houses are all not bad, but like run down. Mm-hmm. And so that's a lot of what like that part of that town looks like, I guess. But if it was close to downtown kind of thing. Yeah. So like, yeah, there is crime. I did read a lot of things about like people that have like no fucking clue what Fresno is like, and they'd be like, "Oh, dude, it's run by gangs and the Mexican <laughs> cartel and all this shit." Ms. Thirteen. I've, I've been there, dude. I've walked those streets. I've been to the, the fucking Starbucks there. I've walked to the bars that are close you took by a there. Shit in one. Yeah, like I've I've been there, dude. I, I there's a uh, what's that beer company like Sierra Nevada? Like the oh, Sierra yeah, Nevada yeah. has a brewery there. Like, trust me, it ain't that hood. Like it's no. it's. It's not the best neighborhood, but don't make it sound like it's run by the fucking cartel. <laughs> I was reading some shit about that. I was like, it ain't that. Would I walk there at night? Probably not. But anyways, that's a different story. Um, so basically, it does make sense that there would be police cruisers running up and down the street from time to time. That's one of the more famous videos. There's also videos of like people walking by his house, like they look at like their texting and then they double back and get into a car. He claims that that's an undercover police person driving an unmarked police uh, vehicle. The one keep- with the dog, uh, where like there's a man that walks his dog uh, at all different hours of the day, and he catches him on camera and he frames it. I mean, when you look at it, it just looks like a a, a middle aged man walking his fucking dog, and then John's dog walks up to it or runs up to it and starts barking. And he says, it's the cops basically uh, conditioning his dog to get used to him. So that way the cops could break into his house and, uh, you know, fuck with him and, you know, kill him basically. And to me, like when I watch it, I'm like, dude, that, I mean, I have neighbors like that all the time. Like they walk by our house and the guy, obviously he owns a dog and is a responsible dog owner and he's walking uh-huh. the dog. So uh, obviously he has an affinity towards dogs. So if a dog runs up to you, you're going to try to befriend it so it's not fucking barking at you every time it walk, you walk down the street. Yeah. Uh, but John frames it as like, no, this is the police. They're conditioning my dog to not, you know, be alert when, uh, you know, embark at this guy every time he walks by and whatnot. And I was like, uh, I, 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 I could see that if you are, you know, thinking that the, the Fresno PD are after you or whatever. But at the same time, it just looks like a, an old man in the neighborhood walking his dog. Yeah, it's... It's it's pretty weird because I do think that John makes a lot of like leaps yeah. and fucking imagination on that. That definitely that's definitely one of the bigger ones. One too that I saw was like someone he says someone broke into his house and there's 20 minutes of footage missing and whatnot. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, yeah, but I also have cameras on my house and sometimes there's 
sometimes you know just the camera just fucks just up glitches happen that's yeah. true that's one that i was like dude glitches happen dude yeah from time to time that is gonna happen i i don't know i do think that some of these are are kind of him being paranoid yeah that's also yeah i agree that that's one it's weird i will say that it, yeah, is, it weird. is weird it's weird but glitches do happen um so there are some that are kind of interesting though in in the things that he captures so i'm gonna put these as least interesting to most interesting in the things that i thought were kind of yeah. interesting so the first one i thought was pretty weird is that it does he has a video of a guy that does go into his yard and looks like he's trying to break into his truck and yeah. like, and then eventually just gets out of there. Um, that is pretty weird. Whether that's even if that's just coincidence, and it was just a dude that tries to break into his truck and then gives up and leaves. He doesn't even look like the fucking like homeless kind of dude that would do that shit. He looks very clean cut and very yeah. like I'm gonna go home to my wife and kids now. Yeah. Kind of thing. Steve from accounting. Yeah. yeah, I will give him that. That is fucking weird. That Steve from accounting is trying to break into your <laughs> truck. It's it's weird. It doesn't make any sense. That one does kind of like go like, hmm, maybe he's onto something. Yeah. That's kind of weird. Uh, the other one that is very famous and well-known is when there's about three police units parked in front of his house. Yeah. And there's just like a flock of police, and they're all just hanging out, looking around. Sometimes Staring they, at his house. Yeah, sometimes they go over and like don't go over. That, they never actually cross the street. But they just kind of stay parked there, and they look around, they look at his house, and like, it does seem very suspicious. And on that one too, like, yeah, like when you frame everything that we just led up to that, like that does like, oh shit, that puts your fucking spidey senses on blast. But like that's also happened here in like my neighborhood where it's just like, oh shit, like you see yeah. like six or seven like police officers and three cruisers and whatnot. And I'll straight up ask them, I'm like, hey, is there something like we need to be aware of and whatnot? And like that's something too, like I always like advise. Like whenever something's going down, like you absolutely have the right to ask the cops like what's going on especially like i mean the last time that happened it was around like the george floyd time i'm like hey is there something like i need to be aware of like is the blm gonna come down my neighborhood my cul-de-sac and start uh-huh. writing I, I say that as a joke but like at the time i was just like hey like what's going on kind of thing like um and they were like no you know what happens is like since your neighborhood is like kind of off the beaten path uh this is like a good place for us to like meet up and like discuss like where we're going to next? I, yeah, and, and kind I've, of I've seen that stuff happen. Like that, I would say that happens more in the hood. Like, I think I saw that shit growing up a lot more. Oh yeah, you know, I've I've seen police cars just park there and talk to each other and like, whatever. Sometimes there's like the sec- the fucking Seven Eleven just got broken into and like this is what the dude looks like and like whatever. Yeah. So like, or damn dude, do you want to go get Farmer Boys after this? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, or dude, the Super Bowl. Hey, the Super Bowl was that same night, so yeah. I actually don't know that for sure, but <laughs> like, um, but um, hey, dude, you need to change out your second running back, hey, bro. Like, you're hey, gonna dude. fuck up our police fantasy football league. Hey, are you guys listening to the Brendan Shaw podcast? Dude? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but dude, can you believe you try to hit on Bobby Lee's girlfriend? Dude, stand up special, dude. I'm just gonna play it over the police cruiser. <laughs> uh, you want to get Buffalo Wild Wings? <laughs> <laughs> but um, but um, anyways, you know who knows what's going on? Correct. There. Yeah, I'll I will say this: it is it does seem like a crazy coincidence that that is happening in front of his house. That one's directly in front of his house. It does seem weird, and I'll give him that. Yeah. So that's why that's not the. Very it would top be alarming one. either way. Like you had all this lead up, or if you didn't have all this lead up. Like yeah. I said, like I don't have anything to hide or whatever. I'm a yeah. fucking federal agent or whatever, right? Yeah. But you see six or seven fucking police officers parked across your house. Like 
it, it, that's fucking alarming. Yeah. And then the other one that gets uh, a lot of uh, clicks, the most clickbaity one of them all, I think, is the one where a van rolls up and there's a dude holding like a giant that camera. That one creeped me out. So a lot of people say that that is like a thermal imaging imaging camera, which it looks like just a giant camera. I don't know. I'm not a fucking camera expert. I'm not going to come on this podcast and be like, oh, it's a uh, ghoul dude. But it's a weird fucking big ass camera. And it's, it's pointed weird. directly at his house. It's weird in the sense that, okay, this is all happening in 2015, right? Yeah. This is a world very much where iPhones exist. Uh, this is also a world like, okay, if you're trying to make sense of it, like logical sense of it, okay, maybe it's a real estate company because that happens a lot too. Like when people are doing- They ain't using that kind of camera, dude. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> That's my whole point. They, I mean, this is a, a, a world where DSLR, if, even if you're a fancy or whatever, a DSLR camera or whatever, which is going to be like maybe this big, most people are going to have like the pocket camera or yeah, like those he, Sony Logan Slim Paul one. doesn't travel with that big ass camera, dude. No, yeah, no YouTube uh, tuber has this. No, this either looks like something like that- Martin Scorsese would have used like back in the seventies, like when he was filming taxi driver, or it looks like something like straight up out of the military because it has like a whole camera cage. Like it has like a big light bulb on it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like a huge lens. It's like, why would you need to take a picture like this in front of a house that's in the semi hood? Like it does not make sense. And that was like the one where it's just like, I can't make any logical sense of it. Why would you do that? It looks like something straight out of the Ninja Turtles movie, like where they they, they open up the cargo van real quick, they take the picture, and then they skeet on. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense at all. doesn't make any sense. It is fucking weird and creepy. I heard some people saying like, well, what if it's just a, a movie crew trying to film B-roll for like a movie? That makes no fucking sense because one, <laughs> that dude's not driving. He's just sitting there parked in front of that dude's house. Yeah. Um, and then if he was just adjusting something on the camera, you don't need to have the door open. No. So, like, whatever. Maybe he was trying to adjust light or something like that. Still makes no fucking sense. That one is fucking weird. I, I don't buy into the uh, he was trying to film for B-roll in fucking mm. Fresno, the Tower District. All right? There's, like, if you want ghetto neighborhood, there's ghetto neighborhoods. If you want upscale neighborhood, there's more upscale neighborhoods. And then when you Google thermal imaging cameras, it does kind of look like a thermal imaging camera. Does it? That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, maybe an older model because they have like a sleek like Apple version one, whatever. It looks oh, kind of like a... The one, that's a, the one that has Gator on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> John, John Lang's home. But he's definitely not no, a gay. Not gay, dude. Yeah. I remember there was an app, and it's still, I'm sure it's still available, but it was an app, and it was like <laughs> gaydar on your phone. Oh, God. And like, this is when we worked at Target, and I thought it was the funniest thing ever, because like, <laughs> that's a whole different story. It was, you know, it was before cancel culture. Yeah. I would definitely be canceled for doing jokes like that now, but I thought it was the funniest thing ever. By the way, like, I'm super like pro, like, yeah. LGBTQ whatever so don't cancel me guys yeah, don't but, clip that out but I thought it was very funny very very funny that there was an app called Gator in a Stephen Colbert kind of way yeah in a Stephen Colbert yeah way. exactly but um but that is one of the one the one video that I'm just like dude that is like super fucking weird if that doesn't tickle your spidey sense I don't know what will and that what's that's what kind of gives like this story some credence or whatever because yeah. like you said before we started recording like this is one of those topics where it's just like I don't know where I land and this was like the moment when I saw this because I was making logical sense of all this shit. Like, oh, wow, this is the boring footage that someone's just misinterpreting. But when you see that, you're like, huh, there's something here. Yeah, and, and there's still two other videos that I like to talk about. So the next one is the one where uh, he's at his neighbor's house and 
he said that the, his neighbors randomly invited him over to to come hang out, which he thought it was weird, but it's like, okay, whatever, I'll go hang out. And the entire time he was there, he's like, this feels a little bit off. I don't understand this interaction. And he's basically like, I'm just going to go back home. And his neighbors are like stopping. I'm like, don't, don't go back home. And um, so if you watch the video, it's basically his neighbor standing in front of his gate. That's the part that really feels a little bit weird. It does feel weird. Like, let's say I, I'm just like, me and Jacob just got in an argument and Jacob's like, no, I don't want you to leave. And Jacob stands in front of his door so I don't leave. Kind of fucking weird. Like, I don't understand. Or you stand in front of my door so I don't go back in the house. Like, we're arguing yeah, or over. something like that. Yeah, we're arguing over like, no, wiener dogs are really beautiful <laughs> animals and I love to stroke, stroke them. Stroke the wiener, dude. Yeah, stroke the wiener 2024. Yeah. Fucking, uh, I like to smush their little <laughs> wiener faces into my mouth and just do one of these numbers and whatnot. And Art's like, no, you're a fucking, I got my gator. I got gator. gator says otherwise, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going back and forth or whatever. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck you, you little puto. I'm going to go back inside, <laughs> inside my house. And Art fucking blocks me from going inside my own house. Huh. That's kind of what it reminded me of. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah, it does seem very weird. Um, he does accuse his neighbor of being a police informant uh, because his, his neighbor did have a charge of for, like, sexual harassment or, like, something sexual. I can't be sure. I don't want to accuse him of something that I'm not 100% sure of. And I couldn't find anything on the neighbor to get, like, their statement on any of Yeah, so I, the neighbor just stays quiet after this, but the neighbor did have some kind of, like, uh, police record. Okay. Uh, but But... That's why he interprets that as well. I don't want to say that's why he interprets it, as, but he does interpret that as he must be in cahoots with the police department. Maybe he's trying to get, you know, like off of a sexual, uh, what's that list where they have like predators list or whatever? Maybe he's oh, trying to Megan's get off, law. Yeah, maybe he's trying to get off the predators list. I just and all really that want to turn my light on on Halloween so I can yeah. give out candy. I don't, I, I don't have to tell my neighbors anymore, <laughs> kind of thing. But like, whatever it may be, I don't know. That's total speculation, but um. But that is a weird video. That That is another one that's kind of like, that is fucking weird. However you want to interpret that, that is fucking weird. I don't see a scenario where, like, neighbors would be blocking each other from entering their own home. Correct. Kind of fucking weird. I don't understand it. And the last video, and then this is the one that I think is the most divisive video. Um, but this is the one I spent the most time looking into. This is a video where it looks like a carpet cleaning band pulls up to his neighbor's house. And this is the important part of it. Because it doesn't look like the neighbors, the that carpet cleaning house is going, or that carpet cleaning truck is going house to house, handing out flyers. It looks like it pulls up to his neighbor's house, and like is sitting there for a long time, looking around, looking very suspicious, and eventually putting a flyer on his neighbor's door, and eventually they drive off. And that's the one that's labeled like, does anybody recognize this truck? Uh, I'm kind of, I think it's an undercover police truck and all this stuff he goes on feeling very paranoid about this one and the reason why it's so divisive is because people are people start calling that number and getting no response uh and basically there's no google reviews the first google review of this business appears two days after john lang's murder um it's kind of weird there's only one google review of their entire history they do have a business license, though. So yeah. there is a business license, and you can find their flyer. Which, So to me, if there's one red flag in this entire thing, is that flyer looks fake as fuck. The The flyer itself has the license 
uh, the business license printed like super big, abnormally big. Okay. And then instead of having like a picture of like, if it's a carpet cleaning service, instead of having like a picture of like a new clean a carpet or a dirty carpet, clean carpet kind of thing, things yeah. that you would want to put on a, on a thing. Good marketing. Yeah. It basically just has a picture of the van on it. Super fucking weird. I was like, why would you advertise your van, which has a picture of your a phone number, and then like the phone number underneath? Just really weird. Maybe they're just the worst advertisers Maybe. ever. Because people were pointing out their website too. It was just like this very basic, like Squarespace fucking website with just the phone number and whatnot. And I was like, that's a weird thing to complain about because there's a lot of businesses that have like very horrible websites. Yeah. Ours not being excluded. Well, pre art doing the website. <laughs> our pre-website and whatnot. So, I mean, I'll give the, the carpet cleaning uh, thing a pass for that, but it is weird too. I I believe that the company was dissolved in 2019 after all of this starts to hit the internet and like people start talking about it on YouTube. Well, the funny thing is they reached out to see if anybody knew about this like in the local area. So all these like web sleuths are like, does anybody work with this company? Like nobody ever reaches out saying like, yeah, I work with those guys. Um, their business license was only active from uh, 2011, which is pretty early. It's way before this, to 2017. And then I don't think it was ever renewed. There's no filing of a, of a renewal after 2017. Um, so maybe it was just like a really bad failing company. Like their advertising sucked. Nobody was ever there to pick up the phone. Maybe <laughs> they just sucked. Yeah. So that is potential. Like this is just like the worst ran like. They just waste time and put one flyer on one random dude's door and drive off kind of thing. Yeah, There is a potential for that. And I, I don't want to like say like I'm 100% on the side of John Lang on this. It's a front business. Yeah. yeah but I will say if there's a front, there's a joke in, in the Simpsons where they have like the pizza delivery thing and it's labeled like FBI pizza. Yeah. Like it reminds me kind of of that. Like this is that stereotypical almost of like some like random carpet cleaning thing that's just very like it's it's internet presence is like zero to none yeah it's like nobody one review and the review came two days after the dude that was accusing you guys of maybe spying on him just died i don't know it does have a lot of red flags on this one and when you see the video too the guy is just he he's hanging out in front of the guy his neighbor's uh house and he seems to like look over at John's camera multiple times. Yeah, he does. So when you see that, you're like, huh, what the, f- what is that? And he's not calling anybody. He's smoking a cigarette, uh, but he seems to be looking in the car, talking to someone, and he just keeps looking over his shoulder at John's camera. And then finally, he puts like that flyer in the mailbox. And it's super weird. It's weird behavior. And yeah, maybe they are, they just do suck at their job, but. It just it does give you those red flags that we talk about. Yeah. Oh, it definitely does. Uh, that video is those. You know, that's the one where he labels it. He says, "Hey, does anybody know this band? I have a feeling that they're just keeping track of me." He later goes on on Facebook, and that's the last of the really important videos, in my opinion. Yeah. Then he later goes on Facebook saying, "I have a feeling that they're going to come after me now." Um, does anyone? with a registered firearm uh, willing to come stay the night with me and just like hang out here and like I'll pay you in like beer and pizza or whatever yeah. he does his whole thing and like just come hang out here because I'm scared that they're going to try to break into my house and kill me. Um, and I think a lot of people kind of reach out to him saying like, dude, I hope you're all right. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like whatever, dude. I'll, just pray to God. 
D- don't worry, dude. Uh, this new movie just came out. It's called Terminator Salvation. Uh, I can't make it because I already got tickets. Uh, and it's back in the day where they didn't have reserved seating, so I still have to wait by the door to make it. Yeah. So I, get, <laughs> I have to lay down some jackets and block out some space. But anyways, I don't know what people's excuses were for that, but nobody shows up to his yeah. house to help him out. And and like I said, and I do want to backtrack a little bit. I told Jacob this before we started recording. I did find some writings of people that knew him personally. And a lot of people said he was a very paranoid guy. 20 years prior to this, he was already saying, like, there were, you know, like, people were after me. Um, you know, people don't like me. I'm going to expose the truth. I'm sure if he was alive today, he might be a QAnon kind of guy. Yeah. Like, you know, we're probably have, we, we have the biggest, like, QAnon following in the internet right now as it is. Yeah. QAnon loves us. But um, he was just not ever like I don't want to say mentally stable because there was no record ever no one in his family no one ever comes out saying like he was mentally unstable he was not fit to do this he still had custody like joint custody of his daughter his daughter would come and like get dropped off with him and like like he he worked a 9 to 5 kind of job he did that he ran his own business he seemed like he knew what he was doing but he was also very paranoid mm-hmm. and maybe that paranoia was was starting to creep up on him uh, maybe getting worse because, uh, you know, he did feel like someone was going to come out and kill him now at this point. Correct. So I think it it is that boy that cries wolf all the time, you know, and maybe that's what's happening here. But maybe, you know, oh, John's at it again. He thinks yeah. the fucking boogeyman's after him now. Like, I'm, dude, I got two tickets to Terminator <laughs> Salvation. I ain't giving these Christian, up. Is it the one with Christian Bale? Yeah. Christian Bale, Batman's in this one. Yeah. I can't miss this shit. Christian Bale, he's a young up-and-coming actor, man. I, yeah. I, I like this guy. I can't wait until he's in the MCU. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to play Thor, I think. I think he's going to be Thor in a couple <laughs> of years. Um, but, yeah, so, anyways, people just decide not to, not to fuck with him. Fast forward to that night or the the following day when the when the fire department and police department show up. Uh, John Lang is found with, and this is the initial report. And I like to, I'll do the initial and report. The house is on fire. By the, the way. house is on fire. This is I'm going to put it from the initial report to what the later report is redacted and re released. So initial report is that the house is on fire, <laughs> and John. Lang is found, you know, burned. Obviously, he inhaled a lot of smoke. smoke. Uh, they find him with stab wounds to his chest and back. Um, and the it door is, was barricaded too. Doors barricaded in uh, from the inside, of course. And then, um, uh, basically, they ruled it as a uh, not sure what happened here. Um, as the body is later moved, the the same the same guy. I want to say that it is the same um, forensic. Uh, what is that? Corner. Corner. The same corner that did the initial report later redacts that and says, no, he just had stab wounds to his chest. And I'd like to let you guys know, th- these are the, the locations of the stab wounds here. So two of them are close to his heart, like the center of the chest area. Yeah. The the the, the thick part of the chest. You know, Thorax. We could, you, we could probably take a punch or whatever part of the chest. The part that's meant to protect your heart. Um the other one was on the left side of like his like fifteenth rib cage or whatever. It's one of the lower fifteenth rib. rib. Oh my god! Or like whatever, one of the lower rib cages. <laughs> I don't know how many rib cages there are. Like seven or eight. Like, I, guess. I guess like the seventh rib cage or okay. something like that. 
He stabbed right there, which just feels really awkward. Because as as you do it, as you like reach over and like stab yourself there, it's like that's a really weird place to like, be like. Yeah, and like the gun thing, you need to do some Pilates to get over yeah, there. It's yeah, it's like yeah, I'm gonna go stab myself right there. It's like lift, gotta lift my left arm and like fucking stab myself. After right you there. just stabbed yourself right here. Yeah, it it seems just so weird. And then you know, obviously, he lights his house on fire to kill himself. This does scream red flags like all over the place. Whether it's the police department or maybe just like some off the clock police officers that are like, fuck this guy. Like, yeah, like whatever you want to say it is, or maybe you're just saying like, this dude's just paranoid. He did it to himself. Um, because I don't know, I don't have any proof of anything. Correct. This all does sound very fishy. Like there is a fishiness to, to every single element to this. The fact that there were initially believed to have stab wounds to the back and now that's redacted and go, Oh wait, never mind. Nope. No, I'm sorry. I miss. I I I didn't know what I was looking at. Now now they're just on the chest. On the professional coroner. Yeah, the fact that one of the stab wounds is like on that fucking part of the body, like in in one of the ribs, seems kind of weird. Um, and then my girlfriend brought up something because I was I was telling her I just wanted to show her like the video, and I was like, I just want your initial reaction to this. And then one of the things she brought up was like, is that even common? Like usually when men commit suicide, they don't commit suicide by stabbing themselves. Like, it seems like a very like ancient giant Japanese way of like committing suicide. (laughs) And like, it didn't really make sense. Like this didn't make sense. I should have like found out what the statistics are of like people committing suicide via stabbing themselves. But it doesn't seem like a very like high way of, of, the only thing I can justify it is like if he was a military guy and he was very into like what's it called seppuku or whatever yeah. like where the fucking uh, the <laughs> samurai like fucking commits yeah. like honorable suicide or whatever. If he was really into that, but do you know seppuku? Seppuku. No. Um, I think when we had Renee on when she was talking about how like women. When they commit suicide, it's more... It's usually pills and overdoses. Yeah, yeah. very like, oh, I don't want to make a mess here, you know? Yeah. But, like, guys are very, like, over-the-top kind of thing. Gunshots to the head are the most common Very violent, very messy, whatever. And this one kind of, like, is somewhere in the middle where it's just, like, you're trying to cover something up or whatever, right? Like, if it was an actual suicide, like, I'm going to kill myself before the the feds get me, like, I feel like he would have, like, left some breadcrumbs that you know, would have notified people of like what was going on or whatever. Right. So that's what kind of sways me back to like, you know, the police doing it. But at the same time, it's like, if you're paranoid enough, if you're, you're like Russell Crowe in a beautiful mind or whatever. Right. And you think the police are after you or whatever. Right. And you, you know, that dark passenger is an imaginary police officer that's trying to kill you. I can see that being that case as well. That's why you have the, the barricade from the inside. Uh, but like you said, it's very it's very inconsistent what we of what we know of about you know men who commit suicide or any anything that we we've, we've ever done you know in two hundred sixty nine yeah. previous episodes. Yeah, I I thought that was very strange. It doesn't sound like the typical um, way that people commit suicide. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything like you know after this really the only things that i saw that were after this is whenever the property was sold you know because the house is still 
It was burnt, but it wasn't like burnt down. Like yeah. they still rebuilt afterwards. And you still got that thermal imaging camera. We got to put <laughs> well, that on Craigslist. Hey, just burnt down the kitchen, man. Yeah. The rest of it was solid, man. Solid bones in here, yeah, dude. Pick up a couple Mexicans from fucking <laughs> Home Depot. We'll get this shit going again in a week. So the house is resold, and I don't know if this is the wife, um, but um, somebody does say when when I. I you had mentioned like you had to this like say if someone died in that house or something Correct, like that. Yeah. But there is someone whoever fills this paperwork out fills it out and saying says uh that he was murdered in in, in that house and like that that's the way it's released onto the internet wow. saying like, Oh, John Lang was murdered in this house, blah blah blah. And I just thought that was really fucking weird that they like labeled it as as that, even though the police department says it was a suicide, they still went ahead and said murder in this house. That's pretty interesting, considering like, okay, the real estate agent has to fucking put that in there. So, either the real estate agent was kind of like bucking protocol and was like, no, fuck that, you know, the fucking Fresno Police Department killed this man. I'm gonna yeah. put that because it's all it's legal documentation. Like, it just has to go down to the county recorder's office and whatnot, and so that's gonna be in the records for all of eternity, kind of yeah. thing. So if the real estate agent, or it was just a slip, you know, mm. like that. That's a pretty big, big slip. slip, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like flipping down a whole fucking flight of stairs on the Empire State Building kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, that that I didn't know about that. That's 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 very eye-opening on that. But yeah, it, you said it perfectly um, before we started recording. I don't know where to land on this. A part of me, the skeptic in me, wants to say like, no, John was paranoid. We have... Uh, you know, people saying he's been paranoid for years. He was a Marine, you know, dead presidents. You watch that movie. This this is very typical behavior of people that have seen bad, yeah. bad shit, you know, you know, in the Middle East or, you know, in Vietnam and shit like that. Who's to say, like, this wasn't that coming out? But then you also have a very corrupt police department. Uh, the Stories like this aren't unique. You know, we, ha- we do... It's a boys club, man. It is. We do see these things you you hear those stories like again i mentioned the whole george floyd thing like uh those stories start to come to the surface you know of police doing awful things you know um and so i could i could see that but i think who said it perfectly as well is um you sent me that link by mr ballin and he starts the first five minutes of the video he doesn't even talk about the case he talks about how conspiracies live on the internet where you basically get this echo chamber of people just who land on this conclusion that, oh, yeah, it was the San Francisco, or it's San Francisco, the Fresno Police Department, and therefore we're going to work ourselves backwards to retrofit it to being that conspiracy. And there's no proof either way on either of these uh, hypotheses. So it's just like it's very hard to say what really happened here, but it makes for an interesting story you did have a guy that was calling out the police department, a very shady police department on their shit. And then all of a sudden he has all this video of all this weird stuff. Like we're not just talking about fucking shit. That's just like, Oh, that car went by and there, there was a fucking ninjas in there. Like, no, like they're, like you said, the van, you know, the thermal imaging camera, his neighbors keeping him from going back to his own house. Um, even with that story about the neighbors keeping him from going back in his yeah. house, John said that like when he got back into his home after that experience, he noticed that his computer and his files yeah. and his printer was messed with. He, so he there's said that they've been tampered with. Yeah. yeah. So that's alarming as well. But at the same time, to fall back into the paranoid thing, when you look at the police report, 
he had two monitors in front of a mattress. So he was continuously watching these monitors on his mattress. Like that to me, like screams like, you know, a mental breakdown, paranoia to me. But so, but it's hard to say though. Like if you are in that position where you're in fear for your life, would you do the same though? Yeah. So I also don't want to paint him as like some dude that like with like fucking nine inch fingernails and like he's walking around a diaper. Like he was not that at all. No, very clean cut. he, He was, he still took care of his daughter. His daughter still came for visitations. I just want to point out like you, you can't, have your kid come over for visitations if you're like living in like a shithole and like like so the dude and the dude still held his like nine to five job he did accuse some of the people at the tire shop that he worked at that they were also feeding the police information of mm-hmm. his work schedule because he said that a lot of things would you know coincide whenever he's at work that he would later find out that that's when like the 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 things were more active uh i did watch this guy who I'm a fan of. There's this YouTuber called John Lord Lorden who um who points out this video of like the thermal imaging camera and how like how come John Lang doesn't like follow him because his cameras did have the potential to move. I say how come he doesn't follow the camera and see what the license plate was? Well, I was like that one was actually filmed during the day while the dude's at work. Yeah. So like I, I just I just I, I do think that some of those things are kind of strange that some of these things were kind of lining up to when he was at work or, you know, in the middle of the night kind of thing. Um, very strange type of things that, that were happening. So um, I do feel totally conflicted in this one. One, I don't trust. As I was doing more and more research on this, I did find out that the Fresno Police Department is like, um, like food vendors are very big there. They're not very big in Bakersfield, but they have a lot of food vendors over there. And apparently the the Fresno Police Department is like been accused of like harassing food vendors over there. Wow. And like, even though they're not supposed to do that, like that's not their thing. There's they're It's supposed to be like health inspectors that, that are the ones that have to go in there and shut them down. Correct. But they'll just go in there and be like, I want to see your license right away. Like that's not their what job. they're supposed to do. Like that's not your job to, to go do that. But apparently that's like another thing that they've been doing. Like so, it's still like the corruption's still active, even though since then they've been like internal affairs has been going crazy with Fresno, where it's like all the things that have been going on. And that's another thing John thought too. He said that once uh, all this started to pop off, he actually did go to internal affairs to like to say, hey, like check your police officers because I feel like you know they're they're getting ready to do something crazy to me. Like I'm get, I don't know how he landed on this conclusion that they were getting ready to arrest him for finding child porn on like his well, computer system. That, that, I think that was his fear that he felt like they were, they were entering his house and like tampering with his computer to like upload something that would give him cause to like arrest him, mm-hmm. which I don't know. That's the part that does seem a little bit paranoid. I mean, yeah, that'd be good cause. That seems like, what what would if they just like throw like a bloody knife in the backyard or something yeah. and be like we found this in your backyard, John? Yeah, we need to go come into your house. Yeah, we yeah. found this under your mattress, dude. It's a wiener dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bloody wiener dog. What happened here? <laughs> Looks dude? like it was stroked to death. Yeah, did you stroke this dog to death, John? The, the gator <laughs> says that you did. Dude. <laughs> the gator camera says you did, dude. Um, I don't know. I feel just as conflicted about this case for, before we started. I don't know. I didn't know then. I don't know now. Back in 2017, when I first found out about this, it was like 2017-ish, when I first found out about this, um, I didn't know then. I felt totally conflicted. I 
if you're ever in the Fresno area, I would recommend just driving through the Tower District, just because you know there's cool record stores and stuff like that. There's cool restaurants there. It is it is kind of a little bit of like the poor hipster side of town too. There's like this weird like old Chicano people that live there and like young broke hipsters that live there. It's very weird because there's so many bars there and stuff. So like, it. I mean, it's it's an interesting place. I don't know. I don't even know what to compare it to. Like, there's nothing like that really in Bakersfield. Um, but I I find the whole case super super interesting, super interesting man. I mean, I I I'll say one thing about this, and I'm not saying this is leaning me one direction or another one. I do think that the Fresno Police Department is like does still seem very super corrupt, and I don't trust them. And I'll say there's probably at least, like, one kernel of truth in something that John was saying. And for me, like, whether they killed him or not, like, they're still shady, and I don't trust those guys. Good point. So, <laughs> that's why I don't fuck with Fresno. Another reason why I don't fuck with Fresno. Th- yeah, I don't fuck with Fresno, and that's also why I wear a Blue Lives Matter shirt everywhere I go. <laughs> <laughs> so they don't fuck with me. Same team, brother. <laughs> Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Art, do you have anything else? No, that's it. Tell your mommy a boo-boo too. Shout out to Jack, which I love Warren. Shout out to, to Dave for coming on the podcast last week. That was an awesome podcast, yeah. yeah. Shout out to all the Sofa King fans that came over and checked us out on that. That really helped us oh, out. Shout out to Sofa King for giving us a shout out Yeah, on their podcast. That was cool. Yes, God bless you for that. That always helps us out. Yeah. So, uh, well, that said, guys, uh, if you want to shout us out, if you want to do anything, if you want to get at us, or if you know any more information about John Lang, and his potential suicide, dude. If you do, if if you live in Fresno, you have more information. Like for sure. Oh, I just unplugged my headphones. <laughs> but for sure, hit us up on the DMs. Yes, for sure. And if you want to get us at at us at all the social medias at Art and Jacob Do America, except for Twitter, we are at Art and Jacob Do A One. Because uh, quite frankly, sometimes it's just how a steak is done, guys. I'm sorry for all you fucking raw dogging motherfuckers out there, but let me some A One. But you know what? I don't think A One is amazing but it's not the worst like yeah don't make it sound like it's like the I, worst i just dude. hate that gatekeeper attitude where it's like no you don't need steak sauce for a good steak sometimes you do sometimes that i mean i don't know how everybody else eats their steak but i'll just fucking eat it take a bite if it's good no, I, I just yeah. keep going down that path but sometimes you just need some steak sauce just saying the same thing with french fries yeah. i don't need ketchup every time i eat french fries sometimes gotcha. i just like to eat the french fries like that but Sometimes you know what you know what sounds so, good. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I so I don't like uh, barbecue sauce on my steak, but I do love barbecue sauce on my burgers. Oh yeah, and so like I'm one hundred percent in favor of like a one on a barbecue or, or barbecue sauce on a burger. Oh yeah, that tastes delicious as shit. Yeah, or unless it's like barbecue, like that wet barbecue that like like ribs or something like that. Sometimes you can have like a good barbecue slather on there oh, or whatever. Yeah. So yes, so a one Heinz ketchup. Uh, what's a good barbecue sauce? Fucking uh, uh, Stubbs. Stubbs, yeah. Stubbs is pretty good. Get at us at all the social medias. Even, at even um, what's the Jack Daniels makes their own barbecue sauce now? Oh, that shit's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Jack Daniels barbecue sauce is pretty good. Yeah, Tapatio ha- or not Tapatio. Uh, like ta- famous Dave's makes their own barbecue sauce. The Devil Spit, Devil Spit. I uh, do Devil Spit bar or bar- uh, Devil Spit. Uh, their pickles. The oh my god, dude. Go buy, trust me, like just go to the store, go to Albertsons or whatever, like I'm just check out too. their pickle aisle. Trust me, get the get the devil spit fucking pickles, put that in a sandwich. 
Fuck, dude. Rub it's, your it's, wiener dog. It's like sucking on a wiener dog, dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyways, get us on all the social medias. If you want to help support this podcast, guys, if you're not A1 or Heinz, uh, go to patreon.com slash America, where every single week we put together a bonus episode uh, for your listening pleasure. We're nine times out of ten. Those episodes are more fire than the actual episode that you're hearing for free here today. We talk about an array of things like our dog's dying. Uh, the new Thor Love and Thunder movie, as well as Brendan Schaub, surprisingly enough. We spent, makes, a, makes a guest cameo on this yeah, episode. He brings us some Buffalo Wild Wings and talks about his fart and dick jokes. So, uh, he's there to promote the new special called Gringo Poppy. So check that out on the Patreon. Uh, if you guys want to support us in any other way, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to artjacobdoamerica.com. Follow the merch links where it will lead you to our official store over at tpublic.com. Uh, pick up one of our four designs over there. Uh, we got COVID masks, we got t-shirts, we got sweatshirts, we got satchels, we got everything uh, with our logo on it. And it's not so much to help us financially, uh, as we probably see like 15 cents for any sweatshirt that you might buy and whatnot. Uh, but it's more or less uh, to help promote the podcast. So when you're out there in Disneyland or the Tower District of Fresno, uh, you're like a walking billboard for your boys over here in Baco. So uh, check us out there. If you want to hear some other great podcasts, guys, I highly recommend you head on over to podbelly.com. Uh, where we are official members of the Podbelly Network, where you can check out the great and powerful Sofa Kings podcast, as well as Dave Moton's podcast, the Mind Frame podcast, and other podcasts such as Hillbilly Horror Stories and Robots for Eyes. So check them out. Like, subscribe, do all the things. Spread love, not your butt cheeks. Uh, but with that said, guys, Art, you got anything else? No, that's it. Take my move, too. So with that said, goodbye and good night.